Hey guys, and welcome back to the Is This Cinema podcast with me, Priscilla. And me, Jess. So on this lovely, fine evening, we are going to be discussing the wonderful, amazing Harrison Ford and the Indiana Jones latest film in the um, Indiana Jones franchise. I think it is actually Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones film, The yes. Dial of Destiny. That's what I've heard about. Exactly. But um, it's obviously lovely written and dire- directed by James Mangold. This is the first time, actually, that George Lucas and Spielberg actually, or Steven Spielberg, for those who are not cinephiles or just <laughs> have common sense, um, have not worked like collaboratively on this. <laughs> no, because sometimes. How are you just going to cook the listeners? Like- <laughs> no, because I'm like, Steven Spielberg is a very famous man, so I feel like yeah, everyone knows true. him. But um, so the first one they've not actually written and directed it. Obviously, they executively produced it because it's still their franchise. But mm-hmm. I have thoughts about this film. Same. I have many thoughts about this film as well. I'm. <laughs> I'm just intrigued to see to hear what you say. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go first? Um, let's do some um housekeeping. Let's do the ad- let's do the housekeeping first actually before I go on my soliloquy. <laughs> so guys, the we've still got episodes. We literally just recently did an episode. We did Little the Little Mermaid, we've done Guardians, we've Asteroid done City. Asteroid City, we did our West mm-hmm. Anderson top five, have a listen, almost fought Jess for the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> um we did Fast and Furious around kids and all sorts. We've got some really cool stuff coming in the pipeline. So for those who are Mission Impossible fans, we're doing a review of Mission Impossible and we're actually doing a very, 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 very funny review on Barbie and Oppenheimer. We're actually doing, I actually am so excited for the day I watch those two (laughs) films together. Oh, it's going to be the greatest day of my life. It's the two facets of my personality. I actually want to watch both of them in like one day. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to wear pink and I'm going to watch things explode. (laughs) One for the girls and the gays and the bays, and just one for me. <laughs> Period. Period. Um, but let's go straight back into this film, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna preface, right? I'm a huge Indiana Jones nerd. Um, mm-hmm. I actually wanted to be an archaeologist because of these these films. It's the fact that for the longest time, I always used to think that he was a cowboy because obviously, like he had a whip. I uh, had and the whip like, and the hat, and his ride yeah. on um at Disney Disneyland. In Paris, is it still there? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, the yeah. the um the one that's outside, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah I haven't yeah. been to Disneyland in a very long time, so I just wasn't sure if it's still there or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, like it's one of the greatest franchises ever. To be honest, like mm-hmm. it's so it's amazing. And Harrison Ford, I still say. It's my favourite role of his. And I say this as a huge, 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 huge Star Wars nerd. Like, I I live, breathe Star Wars. It leads out of me. But I love him as Indiana. There's something about Indy that really gets to me. But going into this, I was really excited for the film because I don't really like sequels for, for, from franchises. And in the last indie film wasn't that good, but I was really excited for this one because... Well, James Mangold was directing it, so I thought this is going to be pretty decent. Um, he obviously he just did the Logan film, and he's done all these other really really good films recently. So I thought, okay, like maybe this could go somewhere. Maybe this actually could be good. 
Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it. Obviously, Harrison's Harrison. Um, so I kept thinking, it was just a bit weird, obviously, not having Stephen and George directly involved, but they were involved somewhat. But I, I didn't like it. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> and it was it, it was hard for me because I'm like there was nothing with it. Harrison tried <laughs> Phoebe they tried oh he tried yeah he was the one good part of the film because it's he's going back to what he knows he's dusting him off his little cobwebs off his tops and he's doing what he knows best but I hated it I think the story on itself isn't that bad as a concept. Mm -hmm. So for guys who don't know, I'm going to try and explain it without spoiling it because the film has literally just, I think it came out yeah. last week, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, it just came out. So I don't want to spoil it for you guys too much. Um, so spoiler alert now. It does a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not too much. Obviously, um, him and Basil are in um they've been captured by nazi troops that look they've got that they're they're looking for half of the dial and then obviously then um they steal the other half they steal the actual dial back and obviously it's set back that's in the 1940s now we're going to the 1960s where he's like now not with his wife and you know basil's goddaughter comes and asks him for help to try and find the dial whatever 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 right mm -hmm. so that gives you a little backdrop with the story the concept of it makes sense. I understand it. It's going back to the whole, you know, Nazi thing. You, you, you know, I get it, right? The execution of it, yeah, was horrific. Like, yeah, I just felt like the chemistry between Phoebe and Harrison Indy. wasn't there. Yeah. And like, <laughs> in the end, uh, what's her name? What's her character's name in the film again? Uh, Helena. Uh, Helena. Right. It was. It was. No. It was not there. Like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is one of the most talented writers. Like, Fleabag's one of the best TV shows ever. She's phenomenal. She's an incredible actress as well. Very funny, very comedic. Love her partner as well. He can write a good script himself. Um, but this is when you go by name and not by chemistry. And it didn't work. Um, and that's why the film, for me, fell flat. Because it's Basil's goddaughter. Like, uh, the only way to explain it is when I watched the, the, the Uncharted movie, Tom Holland was fantastic in it. Mm -hmm. Genuinely, like, obviously, for those who played the games, um, I wasn't convinced as Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, not because he can't act, because it's I, when I envisioned Nathan Drake, I didn't envision Tom if that makes any sense. Yeah. But him in the film for the, the, the Nathan Drake they were doing it for, oh, it was, he was fantastic. But the chemistry wasn't quite there with Mark Wahlberg for me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think they had the problem with this because what makes Indiana Jones great is that he always has a good relationship with his co-companion and with his companion, sorry. And I didn't feel any chemistry between him and Phoebe Waller-Bridge at all. Um, I just felt like they were relying on Harrison basically being Harrison and like sort of getting away with it in that sense. And that's why this, the execution of the storyline was, was fell flat. The chemistry wasn't there. I wish they made like, it sounds weird. I'm saying this, but like 
the, with the Little Mermaid film, what made the Little Mermaid, despite these issues we had with it, so great was the chemistry between Jonah and Hallie was amazing. And that's just a romantic. It doesn't have to be romantic. Like what makes um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies, particularly the early ones, so endearing was the chemistry between him and Jacob Batalon. Obviously, he plays Ned, and him and Zendaya, him with um, Tony Stark. Like, do you know what I mean, like that's what makes those films great. Even with like the recent buddy cop films, like Twenty One Jump Street. Like, who would have thought that Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum together? Yeah, would have would made, would hit it off. Like, would make such a great film. And I need studios to please bring back chemistry reads because Bridgerton are Bridgerton are certainly doing it. Bridgerton mm. are doing it. Because the chemistry between every single part of the cast slaps. I can't complain. And I don't think a chemistry read was done here. Yeah. Just and like you, it, you just, together. yeah, you just put it <laughs> in one please. room. Please. I need people to be seen. Indiana Jones works well if the companion and the and Indy have like a tangible thing that you want. You, do you know what I mean? Like mm. even with the John Wick film that happened recently. I'm not spoiling it for anyone. Actually, it's been out for ages now. I should be spoiling it, but I'm still going to be nice and not spoil it. What makes John Wick great is that his connections with everyone around him, and John Wick doesn't speak. Mm. He goes, yeah, no. <laughs> and like, do you know what I mean? He bar- Keanu barely speaks in it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's still a tangible chemistry. Like, even with him and Lawrence Fishman, obviously that comes with being in the Matrix together, but like, it doesn't have to be Lawrence with Donnie Yarn and all these actors. Even with him and Rina Swayama, you felt the tangible chemistry between the two of them, as in the familial aspect of it in the film. I didn't feel anything. You're Basil Shaw's goddaughter. This should be like, wow, like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm in, like, I, I, I've gone on for too long, but like, for me, like, you could do this film over and over and over again, and they could have filmed it in a hundred different ways. You'd always have the same result. Because I didn't believe that Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Harrison Ford had the chemistry that this film needed. Because this, I think this film works with better, with a, with a different scene partner. And it's not the fault of Harrison, it's not the fault of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Because sometimes you just don't have that chemistry with someone and it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure they get on with real life. They evidently do get on with real life. Like, how, like you can tell from their press junket that they do. But... It's not coming across on screen at all. And that's why like, I was so gutted because I'm like, the concept of the film is actually quite a decent idea. I quite like the idea of it. I think some of it was a bit lazy, to be honest, but it, it would have been better. And and also I need Phoebe Waller-Bridge to make better the choices. Girl, like, I don't mind her, like, obviously it's not being ind- as independent anymore going to studios, but, like, at least be smart with it. Like, she's making very weird career choices, and, I'm, I'm, and I want to let her... Maybe no, like, spice things up, you know? Sometimes we like a change. No, but I think there's a, there's a way of doing it, though. Like, you know, yeah. Denis, who's obviously directing the new, the latest Dune installments, mm-hmm. it still feels like he's it's him. Like, yeah. she's not making smart like if you're gonna do a franchise at least be tactical with what franchise you're going for do you know what i mean yeah like right good if it was like a new thing yes or like if it's i don't know because for example like ryan gosling has never done like 
Ryan Gosling when he did Blade Runner. That's the perfect mm. example. Ryan Gosling and 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 Harrison did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the the one that came out like a few years ago. They Denis directed it. Denis Villeneuve he directed it. That worked because the chemistry between two of them was brilliant. Mm-hmm. The chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Anna Duramus was brilliant. That's why that film worked. The concept of the film was brilliant, etc., etc. This had the, the tangency, the, to, the tangibles to actually be decent, but it fell flat because of that. But uh, what did you think? Because like, I, uh, I'm, I'm still rattled by what I watched. <laughs> it is jumping onto what you were saying. I just felt like there was a lot of issues. So first of all, it was obviously like the, ke- the chemistry between Indy and Helena, which was a big problem. It just like they just put two people. It's like first of all, she kind of came out of nowhere, <laughs> and then it was like they just had to like force each other to like team up and work together. And yeah, like everybody, it just wasn't really giving because, as you said, there wasn't a lot of chemistry between them. And the second issue, I just feel like I don't like we're in the era of making films really long. But then I just felt like this one, they just made it like two hours. How, much, how long was it? 12 and 20 minutes? Yeah. It was just like really long for no reason because like a lot of this, there was just a lot of things that could have been cut out of it. Like a lot of their dialogues and stuff like that. The little soliloquies that were going on in it. Yeah. They could have cut that. And uh, the CGI. Hey. <laughs> that was nothing. It just wasn't creepy. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> just like it's not every day that you just have to like force these CGI on like everyone, and it's not really making that much sense. And also, it's like it's actually not necessary. Yeah, like as you said, it had the potential to have, like the storyline would have been really good. Mm. But then it was just like the execution of it was not so good. And apparently before they tried to like target it to a younger audience. Like I just I I don't think they targeted it well. <laughs> like Because I'm I'm, I'm I mean I don't know many young people nowadays, you know. Because like, I do. Yeah. I've got I've fortunately I've got younger sister, but there's a way But then I just feel like the kids are not going to run and watch this. Because they didn't <sighs> I'm trying to think of a, a film that revived an old franchise. I'll give you a perfect example, right? I can't believe I'm using this in a bloody example, but here <laughs> I am. Star Wars The Force Awakens, you know when that came out? Yeah. Like, that was probably one of the singular best moments ever when we were, everyone saw the trailer, everyone freaked, it's Star Wars, etc. And it was an amazing film. You obviously had John Boyega, yada, 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 yada. But like... I think what I need you to understand is that like there's some franchises that can get away with doing stuff like this because of what it is. Star Wars will always get away with producing mid because yeah. it's Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, regardless. It's... No, but I feel like know? Star Wars, you're right, the Star Wars they did well because they obviously brought um John Boyega in. Yeah, they made it more it was an actual, And that made I, people I, more interested in watching. Like even I I've never like really watched Star Wars or anything, but I was like, hmm. But yeah, but the thing with Star Wars is Star Wars is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know what I mean? Like Star Wars is always gonna be what it is because it's Star Wars. Yeah. You're gonna have fifty year olds, sixty year olds, twenty year olds, and five year olds all into the same thing because it's one of those franchises, it's it's one of those most identifiable IPs imaginable. The same with the MCU and DC. Regardless of whatever happens, they'll always somewhat do well because it's an, it's an IP that's crazy. 
I think where they should have took advi- a, a, a look at was the High School Musical, the musical, the series show on Disney+. Plus. My sister watches it, so I started watching it with her. It's actually very decent, to be honest, I'm not going to lie. They were able to target... It was actually it's pretty good. I can't lie. It's very separate from High School Musical the movie. What so it's, it's basically like a High School Musical type series. So basically, this you know where the East High, yeah, they go to the actual school where High School Musical was filmed. <laughs> so Zac Efron, Corbin Blue, all these people are real people. To, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, it's sort of filmed like in an office, Abbott Elementary sort of thing where you have close to, um, you have face to camera shots and they're talking, yada, yada. It's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. But what they did really well, which Tim, is it Fed, Federley, who, who's the showrunner of it, what he did amazingly well was High School Musical was something that we loved as kids. Yeah. And it probably will be something that our generation will always love as children. But they were able to make it something that younger people, like my sister only watched High School Musical because I watched High School Musical, so obviously she had me around. But they made it somewhat appropriate for them to like, which is why it was really popular. And I think that's where the indie lot should have looked at me like, okay, like, instead of having Phoebe have a younger cast member, like they used to in the films. Or also, as well as that, also have someone that, also appeals to the younger audience I younger guess. audience like I example, if it was in there and they would have you know <laughs> like ex- no, like if you said tom holland i don't i don't want him attached to that but like <laughs> if you put someone like that in it or yeah. if you put like um like a joshua bassett um a sophia wiley like i'm just naming these dove camera like things that these kids are into they'll be like oh i want to watch that because she's in it or he's in it yeah. or they in it they didn't even do that like you can't I think they were trying to please the older audience and then trying to please the younger audience. I'm like, no, like, the people who are older are always going to love Indiana Jones. Forget about them. They don't count yeah. anymore. It's like when George Lucas was making the um, Star Wars um, um, prequels, the one with Hayden Christensen, the one that came out when we were children. He made those films for us. Mm-hmm. The ones our parents hated were like, I can't believe what they did to my <laughs> Star Wars and da-da-da-da. <laughs> I was having a hoot listening to Jar Jar Binks going, me sound cute. Like, I was having the time of my life <laughs> watching it. Like, Hayden Christensen for me is Anakin Skywalker. Like, that's Star Vader to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan to me. Like, do you know what I mean? They did such a good job to the point, like, people our age love Hayden Christensen. The older generation absolutely hated him at the time. Now he's being loved. I noticed the switch, everyone. That was nasty. <laughs> but I hope, I hope Hayden Christensen having a good day. But, like, people our age loved, loved it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think Indiana Jones, that's where they really lack. Yeah. They didn't think, what would these kids want to watch? Like, I, these kids are not watching Fleabag. Because I'm just, like, going through the cast and it's just, like... The rest of the cast a, is fine, but the companion... Cast, but yeah, it's just, like... If, it's, if, you're talk, if you're targeting it to, like, a younger audience, there's not really that many people on there that would be that would really grab I would them. gravitate towards them like do you know what i mean and obviously like also the storyline and i feel they just should have kept it to like their niche audience and then just kept it stepping because that would right, be perfectly fine yeah because i think they had to did, i think they couldn't decide where what where the card flipped because i think that was the issue that the star wars the second part of the trilogy was having the last jedi 
it's a very controversial film. It it's a very good film it's, as as a film. It's a very good film for the Star Wars lore. Mm-hmm. But it's a good film, right? And I think where the last one, The Rise of Skywalker, the worst ten pounds I've ever spent in my life with Matthew. Um, hi, Matthew. He's probably listening to this. Um, <laughs> is that um, they didn't know who they wanted to please, like, oh, Palpatine coming back, oh my gosh, the older lot are going to love this, and then at the same time, they wanted the kids to also love it, do you know what I mean? So, I, I'm happy this is the last one, but I want other studios to please pay attention and listen to this. Some IMPs do not need another film. Sometimes yeah. leave it, do you know what I mean? Like, the turf who wants to do a Harry Potter series, Why? The only people that just got it right was the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings it is said the three, only... and here you go. Here and you go, it. and that's it. But even then, Peter Jackson was like, "Let me give you the Hobbit as well." Because right? that's still like the that's still it's still um, it's still a part of the. Yeah, it's part of I mean, it's, it's like, the book. We're not here twenty years later on what you, on the Lord of the Rings dead. For example, <laughs> like if they made another Narnia film, I wouldn't be angry because obviously they're still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's still a lot there to be messed around with, but like some IPs can just be left alone. Like leave it. Like Indiana Jones was perfectly fine as it was. We had yeah. three very good films and one we do not discuss. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like and that's it. Like we don't need to. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it works. Like the, the latest Braid Runner film that came out a few years ago with Denis was. I prefer it better than the original. If you want me to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even the last Scream film is my favourite Scream film in the franchise. So sometimes it works. Yeah. But other times it doesn't. And I think Indiana Jones is one of those things where, like, it's very hard to make a new audience like it. It's not easy. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not something that simple. So, but is that also because obviously, like Harrison Ford is also, you know, an older man? Not to. Do you know what? No, because Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Kids, people of all ages love him. I don't think he was actually. I think to be honest, the one thing I have about the film, he was brilliant. Yeah, he was. He was really good. I had no. I mean, he was moody, him, but, but yeah, you know, he was moody in it. But that's <laughs> that's Harrison. <laughs> They told him, be yourself for an hour, for an hour and however minutes it was. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, I just think, I don't know, man. And you know, the worst thing is like, oh, I'm just upset that's his last hurrah as yeah. indie. He doesn't like deserve end, that. Like even the ending. It was I'm just okay. Get me started it, was okay. On the it, was, it was just okay. Like, yeah, happy ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just very much like... Oof. <laughs> no, I like jazz. I'm sorry. Like, it's really rattling. It is, yeah. I do agree. It is very disappointing. Especially when it's like these big franchises and you just always expect them just to hit and hit and hit. And then it's just a shame when they just got really sad. Oh, oh, this one, I'm really sad. I it's always the ones that I love as well. Like, why is it always mine? Like, why can't it be, like, something that someone else likes? Do you know what I mean? Why must it always be me? Do you know how upset I was? <laughs> just, 
<laughs> I just like imagine everybody's like reactions to it. Yeah, we're just like going through obviously the reactions from others that had watched the film and he just everybody just felt quite disappointed by it. But is there so is the only good thing that we both enjoyed about it was I guess the potential of the storyline. Is there anything yeah, else the, that we could have said that was potential storyline, Harrison? Um man. <laughs> there's no positives. This is my first negative review. Because like even the, of CGI the podcast was the CGI I mean, like, was we're actually in two thousand and twenty three. How can you get that like, grow up? Grow up. <laughs> it was given in two thousand and two. <laughs> even in like two thousand and two, I'm sure the CGI would have been a lot better than that, but it's just very disappointing. It's very nasty. But if you had to give your overall rated Oh gosh. <laughs> What are you gonna give it? I'm gonna be generous, I guess, because it yeah. is, you know, a classic, and it is House and Ford, hey. and the big franchise. I'm gonna have to say three point five. <laughs> Mine's gonna be so mean. <laughs> I thought that you were gonna say around the same one. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I was gonna say like it'd be saying like a three would have been like super hard. Two kinds. Three. No, two I kind. don't. I don't. I don't blame you. But then I guess maybe if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you can take yourself to your local cinema and. Do you know what I would say? Watch. I think still everyone go and watch it. If you want my honest opinion, do watch it and see what you think because this is just what I think. Other people really liked it. To be honest, this yeah. is just what we we think. Some people, it was very, yeah, because the thing is, it came up to very mixed reviews. So it's, I think it's a Marmite thing. You really, really like it. You really don't like it. And I just really didn't like it, to be honest. And I'm quite an easy person to please, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Like if, if I'm saying something's bad, then something's bad. But, um, then again, I'm probably more hypercritical because it is something that I love. I went on that ride in Disneyland. I don't know how many times, guys. Like it's it's something I love very dearly. I actually keep forgetting what the name of that ride is, but I know what it looks like. Well, the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, it's just called the. Is um, it Thunder Indiana Mountain? Um. No, it's not Thunder Mountain. That's like the that's the country the... one. No, 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 no. It's just called the Indiana Jones ride. Ride. I'm sure. Yeah. Unless they like, change the name to it, because. I just I know I've been on Indiana Jones ride. Was in 2011. Yeah, but yeah, honestly, guys, that's just my personal opinion on everything. (laughs) But if you want to watch it, don't run to the cinema. Don't even walk. Maybe slowly walk. But definitely watch it. I think if if something, you know, I think if anything must. But I still think watch it just to get a because I think it's I think it's some with some film. It's better to watch the actual film and get your general opinion rather than going by what other people... Like, I know we're doing a film review podcast and I shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, just because we're saying something bad doesn't mean that's just our personal opinion. Yeah. Someone could watch this film and have a completely different perspective of it. That's the thing, amazing thing about opinions. What is it they said on... What's that thing that Zachary said on Love Island? Zachariah. Um, opinions like arsholes everyone has everyone has obviously it's a quote that everyone always says but it made me laugh that he said it 
He really but thought I, that he, pro- he probably thought he was doing something. He, 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 he really thought he was giving Tumblr. He really thought he was giving. <laughs> we'll deal with the people from Love Island very soon. Don't worry about that. Oh, don't worry, guys. <laughs> don't, we're going to do something about Love Island. And I think by the time this comes out, we may have. Yeah, I think we, we yeah. may have or started filming the episode on it. But we're in discussions about you know, recording. Like I'm re- I'm really to that it it will be post Casa Ramon. And actually no, let me talk like we still don't know if we're doing it or not, so don't quote us on it. But like we're in talks of maybe doing one and if you know me, I cost men. Whereas this time no, because the thing is, yeah, I, I really do also want to make a post-Casa episode. But then if yeah. we don't have the time, we'll definitely do a overall we'll def- basically, we'll We're either doing a post-Casa one or we'll definitely do an overall review. Because, actually, do you know what? Do, you know what? Yeah, you guys get back to us. Like, Jess is Jess's Twitter. My Twitter will be in yes. the description. On in, Instagram, on, on, on Facebook. On Instagram, on, um, Facebook, you name it. You know TikTok, what I mean? TikTok, so, Whatever, uh, right? Uh, you get back to us and you tell us whether you want us to do it. Because we were both thinking post-caster and war is probably the best time to do it because it's when the most drama happens. I, mm-hmm. I don't think if we did one during caster and war, like caster and war is weird. Everything changes and swings and, you know, goes from side to side. I think post-caster and war, you have a better layout of the of who's doing who with what and all this stuff that's going on at the moment. So... You let us know if you want us to do that, or instead, if you want to wait a couple of weeks after Casa Amor and then do an episode then. Yeah, because I, I I feel like we should do the episode like like maybe four days post Casa. Yeah, I think like once it's, but I'm not sure though because I just feel like live reactions are always it's much better. If you want my life, um, we thought Molly was eliminated and then she came back. Then she wasn't had like, had like a massive. Because yeah. like the raw reaction just make a difference. But we'll just have to... We'll just have see. to wait and see. Because right now, like it looks like Catherine's bringing a man back to the villa, but I actually don't think that's what she's going to end up doing anyways. But um, there's so many things we could go into with this Catherine war, especially about that man's Tyreek. <laughs> <laughs> so you girls are up 200 points. <laughs> but I really we- hope we will be. Yeah, but literally, that's one. That's one thing we're discussing. So just tweet at us and let us know what you think. If you actually want us to do it, we'll actually we'll do it. We'll like, I will arm wrestle bank holding. We'll do it. So don't <laughs> worry. And he's just as invested in Love Island. So, yeah. Um, but we're definitely doing an episode on Barbie and Oppenheimer very soon. That will be out a few days after the films come out. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And then we're obviously doing the Mission Impossible one. And we're doing a Christopher Nolan draft. That's the one I forgot. Christopher Nolan draft is also happening. So please, 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 please keep your eyes peeled. Um, and yeah, I think that's it from us. This one on, you know, I think there's nothing else for us to do. And there's Love Island for us to watch as well. So it's been me, Priscilla. And me, Jess. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. And we'll continue to ponder the question of is this cinema? Because seriously, the Dial of Destiny isn't cinema. So I'm just intrigued to hear what everybody says, though. Yeah. But bye, guys. Bye.